Welcome to the Taproom Exclusive. I'm Dean Zarball. I'm here at Nano Brew with Kelly Legan and Katarina Martinez. Uh, we are enjoying a couple beers and uh, just having a conversation here. Uh, talk a little bit about what you guys do and how you guys got into craft beer. You want to take it first or you want me to? You do it. Okay. You're closer. Thank you. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Kelly Legan. I uh, am the events manager over at Masthead Brewing Company. Um, I've been there, it'll be two years in June, which is hard to believe that it's been that long already. Nice. Uh, yeah, so it's super fun. But, uh, so basically anytime anyone wants to plan any sort of group function, that's where I come involved. Nice. Uh, yeah, so it's been good. Uh, and kind of my background, how I got to Masshead, um, I started in craft beer about 11 years ago. Okay. I uh, worked at a craft beer bar in Toronto, Canada. Oh, nice. So we had 35 taps, five casks, uh, which was amazing. So nice. having like a solid cask program was... That's pretty solid. I miss it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like all the time. Um, so I worked there for about four years, kind of figured, you know, actually went on vacation to San Diego okay, and then thought like, hey, if I'm going to make this beer thing like a reality, like I, you know, hearing the story of it, like it just became something that actually came out of a tap and like there was people behind it, not just like this, your dad's, Magical liquid. yeah, like your dad's beverage that just yeah. shows up after he mows the lawn kind of deal. <laughs> um, so I was like, if I'm going to like take this and see where it goes, then I'm going to need to move somewhere like a beer mecca. Yeah. Uh, so we did. We moved across two countries. Wow. Um, and I'm from here originally. So uh, moved to San Diego and then had a lot of really awesome jobs. Um, <laughs> I worked for the original brewer of Stone. Oh, nice. At Blind Lady Ale House, which is a top 100 beer bar in the country. Oh, cool. So I worked there for a couple of years. Learned a lot from Lee Chase. Um, just kind of learned a lot from everybody that works there they were all so passionate um and just gave us shit am i allowed to say shit <laughs> yeah <you> want. <laughs> okay. absolutely um so that was like really amazing and met a bunch of really awesome people decided that i wanted to take my certified cicerone took that passed that um then kind of was like okay where is this going to take me from bartending okay and became a beer buyer for a restaurant group so okay. i bought for about five restaurants uh, and then started doing events and beer pairings and all those fun things that come along with that. Um, and then was like, I kind of really miss a brewery. Yeah. Like, I really miss just like being in the heart of it and the thick of it. Uh, so got a job at uh, a brewery that was opening up called North Park Beer Company. Um, very established home brewer that was opening up his own spot finally and became their events manager there. Worked there for a while and then decided... San Diego is really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. I might like to buy a house one day yeah. and have a little yard and, you know, maybe a second bathroom. So <laughs> I uh, decided, well, I shouldn't say I, my husband and I decided that we were going to move back to Cleveland and here we are. It's nice. been two and a half years and now I work at Masset. That, uh, that Cicerone uh, certification exam, that, I, I did a boot camp actually at Market Garden uh, in the basement. Nice. And... I got everything and I printed out the BJCP guidelines and everything to kind of study. I'm just like, I love beer and this is just a lot. It's so a congratulations lot. on it's that. A lot. That's amazing. Because <laughs> like, I, 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 it, 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 it flustered me, yeah. to say the least. Because yeah. uh, I'm not a great test taker mm-hmm. and I'm not like, I don't like to, I study differently than a lot of people. So, like, it, just reading it and kind of stuff 
this is this conversation stuff. This is more how I learn. Yeah. And so it's I, definitely a self-study. Self-study, like pro, like program, and it, that's difficult if you don't have the ability to have other people that are involved in taking it with you. Yeah. Um, I was really fortunate that we had a huge crew of people that took it from uh, Blind Lady. Okay. And then it turned into morphing into four girls that we all took our level three as well. Oh, wow. Um, and one of those four passed, which is wow. not me, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> totally fair. I was, I, was saying, I was waiting for you to say, and they're at this table. No, um, no, no. But, but that's a gnarly but exam. No, that's, and I mean, that's a huge exam. I, yeah. that's, I've heard there's a lot of people who kind of have to retake that one. Because yeah. you can take it, retake it, what, once? Or can you retake it you many times? You can retake it as many okay, times as you want to I didn't know if there was them. a limit on that. I couldn't <laughs> remember. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, and Katerina, how did you get, uh, how did everything come involved, involved with you? Yeah, um, I moved here. I'm Katerina Martinez. I moved here uh, from Brooklyn, New York. So New York City. I was there for seven years. I was a software engineer at Adobe. Okay. Uh, just a little little company called Adobe. Never heard of them. <laughs> Tell me more. No. <laughs> But before that, uh, you know, I'm from Colorado originally, okay. so I've been homebrewing my entire existence pretty much from college. I did some stuff with a brewery called Upslope when I was in college. Okay. Um, while I was, like, homebrewing, I helped him, like, do some, like, canning and stuff, you know, and it really uh, got me into kind of the craft beer scene. Um, I think a lot of, like, nerdy people like me homebrew. <laughs> It's kind of a nerdy, nerdy hobby, you know. Yeah. Like, you'll see it. Uh, like a lot of like type A sort of people. So um, I just continue to do that. So I've been homebrewing, or I was homebrewing for like probably around six years. Okay. And I got to, I moved to Brooklyn, New York, to take this job, and it was really a part of Colorado that I um, wanted to keep with me mm -hmm. and I found this uh, homebrew shop a local homebrew shop just a few blocks away from me called Bitter and Esters which actually won National Homebrew Shop of the Year last year at the oh, nice. at Homebrew Con which is like super awesome um, but those guys like really honestly became my huge friend group in New York City and you know we were just nerds together we started a, a club called the Bruminaries which has about 150 members um, I'm just, like, getting used to the Cleveland scene now. I've been here for probably, like, 10 months or so. Okay. But I know that there are homebrew clubs, which is cool. Yep. Um, anyway. I will be in touch. We, I might be part of a new one so coming up. Ooh, I, I need I will keep I need you one. involved. I know. I want. Uh, please recruit me. I want to be a part. I will talk a little bit more <laughs> off air. Because I don't know who, the person who is getting it together. I don't know if he's saying too much yet okay. publicly. Okay. I don't want to throw him under the bus on the publicly on the air. Okay. okay. But we will we will discuss this as soon as I hit Come stop. <laughs> okay. So it started no. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean I, I was a home brewer and then I was working at Adobe and all of a sudden I was like, I don't want to work for this big company anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna start my own brewery. And which is either the most dumb thing I've ever done or the best thing I've ever done and um, I left the corporate world and I took all my savings and I started a little uh, nano brewery in uh, Brooklyn, New York. I started on a one barrel system, Wow. Um, moved up to a three barrel system and then was brewing some like gypsy batches on a 15 barrel system out there, um, which is actually pretty common in New York City if you know like Evil Twin, a mm -hmm. lot of these places they, uh, uh, they gypsy brew. 
Um, and so I still actually own the license to line up. It's called Lineup Brewing. Um, I made a beer called Beer Beyonce once, and I got a cease and desist from Beyonce. So that's like my claim to fame. I heard about that. I think a lot of people did. It was a pretty big, scary thing that happened, but it was fun because... I love Beyonce. Well, you're not, to, you're not doing it right if you're not <laughs> pissing a few people off, right? Exactly. Um, but I, you know, I'm still a brewer. I, I moved to Cleveland um, about 10 months ago. Like I said, uh, I, my boyfriend is from here. He's a professor at the Cleveland Institute of Music. He's a composer. Um, he teaches, teaches math at Case as well. Um, I just needed a change of scenery. I was looking for a new space for the brewery. And all the leases were like 15-year leases, which is pretty common in New York. Um, and I just did not want to do that. I didn't want to be a new... I had been there for seven years. I needed a little break. And I'm here now. And it reminds me a lot of Colorado. And um, I found Market Garden, which is just like five minutes away from my house. And I oh, honestly, perfect. it was our cans. Our cans, like the texture. Yeah. I was like, whoa, what brewery is this? This is so cool. And so I came in and looking for a job. And now I work here. So, so yeah. ironically enough, Market Garden was my very first episode of this podcast. Oh, really? And the, it was the can launch that that we discussed. Was it was it Michael Ferran? It was Mike and Andy. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I, I was lucky enough to get Andy. Yeah. Uh, and that threw me off my game because I did not expect Andy to come in. And I just kind of clamped up because I had never met Andy. And it was like the first time on a microphone. So it was uh, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, um, this is weird. So uh, it was it was fun, though. Um, <laughs> he was very fun, though. He was very nice about it. And he's just he's a really fun guy. It, it's like it's weird to me because I sit next to him every day in the office. Yeah. I, so now I'm the I'm the marketing director at Market Garden, and I'm also a um, you know a brewer still. So I get to occasionally do you know beers and stuff. But I sit next to Andy every day in the office, and um, we just like talk about beer so every time i talk to him i learn something from him he's prolific he's a, a brewmaster you know i he she definitely uh or he definitely has more time brewing than i do so um just very very impressed with him so yeah, yeah. um and so you guys got together pretty recently you guys started a pink boots chapter here in cleveland which was sorely missing uh and 1, i'm and i'm really glad because <laughs> i you know, I started liking all the pages on Facebook and stuff, the Ohio chapters, and I kept noticing there was no Facebook page for a Cleveland one. I was like, what the heck? And then I learned quickly that there wasn't one. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, first Yay. of all. That's really cool <laughs> to pleasure. bring that up here. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit about why you guys did that and what Pink Boots is as a whole and uh, what when the beer's yeah, going to no, be coming please, out. Please, yeah. Um, so... I was a part of San Diego's chapter, which is extremely involved. Um, they, there's 150 breweries in the county, um, yeah. so there's, it's huge, <laughs> huge. So there's clearly a lot of women that work in the industry, um, whether it's on the packaging line, in brewing, in events, in marketing, owners, mm -hmm. director of operations. Like you can pretty much run the gamut in San Diego, and you will find someone that is involved that's a woman. Um, so it was a really important part of. I think my career path mm -hmm. to have other women that, you know, basically understood, hey, we're women in a very male-dominated industry. Um, so, you know, we did a ton of awesome stuff up there. It was a very good networking thing for me, and I know a bunch of other people moved here, and I was like, 
there's not a chapter in Cleveland? Like, this is crazy. There's one in Columbus, one in Cincinnati, and I was like, okay, there needs to be one, but it's a big undertaking. Um, so about a year ago, I was actually talking to Jen over at Der Braumeister about like how I'm gonna do this on mm -hmm. Valentine's Day, actually. It was exactly <laughs> a year ago. And I was like, I'm gonna start this chapter. It's gonna be awesome. I just can't do it by myself. Right. Um, and then it just so happened that like, what, that was December? Yeah. Yeah. December? At Der Braumeister. At Der Braumeister. Yeah, yeah. We were doing the, yeah, the crazy uh, 12 beers of Christmas or oh, whatever yeah. there. Yeah, that was, that was 12, like, 15% beers of Christmas. So everybody was, like, hammered. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> it was wonderful. Yeah. I may have been a little bit, but... <laughs> uh, we ran into each other. We ran lovely. into... And we hadn't met before yeah. um, and just kind of started talking. She's from New York, uh, had a chat, like, started the chapter out in, in New York, and, you know... Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so you guys brewed a beer. or Talk about how that process works. So you guys did it yourselves, and then you also sent out the 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 uh, malt bill and all the recipe. Couldn't think of the word. I think, can we back up and just yeah. talk about yeah. what Pink Boots is? Absolutely. And like, My apologies. I no, missed no, no, that. No, no, no. No, totally fire. It was kind of... My pause. Keep going. Sure. Yeah. Do you want to go where you want? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, you know, like Kelly said, um, she's coming from San Diego, which is a very important chapter in the Pink Boot Society. Um, and I'm coming from New York City, where we had just launched ours as well, which has a pretty cool beer scene. Um, the Pink Boot Society is a society uh, to advance women in the beer industry. Um, a lot of it is scholarship opportunities. A lot of it is advancement through education. And we ourselves are a 501c3. Pink Boots Society is a 501c3. The Cleveland chapter itself is also a 501c3. Nice. So the whole point is to, you know, anywhere you touch within the beer industry, you can be, you know, a bartender or you can be the financial director or, you know, events or marketing or a brewer or any of that. Uh, we really, we saw a need in Cleveland to, uh, you know, get the women together um, to make sure we have a, a voice and we can, uh, you know, help educate and grow uh, within this community as well. Yeah, I think just uh, having a network of women that you can go to that if anything that you're facing, like, hey, this event didn't really work for me. Like, you're an event planner and I've seen that you had this pretty much something similar how did you go about it? Or, you know, as a bartender, just like maybe you want to get into either on the brew team or higher up off of, you know, being in a, yeah. on, like behind the bar every day. Like this gives you a network of people to be like, Hey, how did you go about this? Or like, Hey, I need five pounds of hops. Like, <laughs> like help us out. Um, so I think that just having a network, having an education, um, I always preface that, we're not here to bash men. We don't. Yeah. We don't want this society to actually exist. We want this to be an even playing field across the board. Um, sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. Right. So you know, our our goal is really just to kind of advance women in the beer industry through education. Absolutely. Shine a light. Say hey, there. We're here. Yeah. That's and, it. And we and we want to be here. And you know, the whole reason that Pink Boots came about, it started in two thousand eight. Um, and it came about because there was a need. There mm -hmm. was, especially in 2008, mm -hmm. there was definitely a need for 
just someone to listen right. to any obstacle that anyone faced. Um, and so, uh, so just to be able to have this community to be able to to bounce ideas off of and, and just listen, yeah, uh, is really important. So definitely, one of our biggest. Is that you're ready to talk about that? No, no, yeah. <laughs> like I was gonna say, like, and the way we're running it, like, a lot of pink boots is very much focused on women. And in order to get into the pink boots, you need to be working within the industry and mm-hmm. be making money. About 25% of your money needs to be, or income needs to be, um, from a brewery. The way that Kelly and I are running it out here in Cleveland is the same way we ran it. She ran it in California, and I ran it in New York City. If you're a woman that wants to learn more about beer, come to these meetings. We're going to be talking about everything. We don't need you to, you don't have to sign up. They have amazing scholarships. We want you to sign up if you are in the industry. But if you're not, you're just looking to learn more about craft beer. Just be, you know, even just like Cicerone beer server you Mm -hmm. study. Uh, BJCP, which is what I am. Like any of that. If that's something that interests you, you just like the styles and you don't know where to talk about that with people, please come. All women, please come. Uh, even, honestly, men. We have men yeah. come to our clubs. We're not, like, being exclusive to women. Right. Or, like, if you want to come and talk about stuff, please come. Obviously, this is uh, for built for women, um, but we're not trying to limit it to anybody that thinks that this might be an opportunity for them to study for the Cicerone or study. We're not going to be like, oh, no, please get out, you know, like, right. like Kelly was saying. So Absolutely. That's a really cool thing that you guys do f- with, with Pink Boots. And I understand that the brew day, the, the actual release day, I'm sorry, of the beer, that's one of the biggest, if not the biggest uh, event, fundraising event for Pink Boots the, for the entire year. Is that right? That's correct. So, how does that all work? How how does uh, how does the money get back to Pink Boots? Uh, so, I feel like I'm not like in it. I can't hear myself, but that's okay. It wasn't. Uh, that's better. Maybe I just had the wrong thing. No, that's better. I think I. Had the wrong one off my ear, and now we're fine. Yeah, yeah, okay. you're only going to come in one ear. Okay, so if we can cut, maybe we can Well, cut. I'll edit around. It's fine. <laughs> Thanks. I'm good at this. Perfect. Uh, I'm clearly not. So, <laughs> um, so, you know, Pink Boots hosts a bunch of fundraisers throughout the year just to try to raise money and raise awareness for the society. So um, one of the biggest ones is international. It focuses around International Women's Day, mm-hmm. which is March 8th. Um, and so, uh, YCH hops has graciously agreed to partner with pink boot society and donates $3 per pound of this amazing hop blend back to pink boots. Oh, nice. Um, and then what typically happens is breweries purchase the hop blend and then we'll go and brew a beer with it and then hold kind of like a release and then, or like some sort of kind of either a tap like a tapping of it or can it or do something with it and then donate a portion of the proceeds back to pink boots oh nice Um, and what typically happens um is that half of the the proceeds goes to pink boots main uh, organization and then the other half gets to stay in your own chapter okay um so which is really awesome because we have a couple of local breweries here in cleveland that have purchase the the hot blend and then are able to keep some money here in Cleveland for pink boots which is awesome so I'm gonna send that over to Kat and so talk a little bit about the breweries that are brewing this year Uh, Market Garden's taking part in it Uh, you guys have already kind of actually done the brew day for that one right we did that last week Um, 
I wrote the recipe alongside with uh, Joey, who's our brew pub brewer. So we brewed it on our 10 barrel system. Mm -hmm. And honestly, you know, coming from New York, I did a classic New England style IPA, uh, especially with the blend that we had. Um, We did use a Burlington yeast, which is something that, you know, Market Garden doesn't generally do most of the time. Okay. Um, We don't do a lot of those, like, real juicy beers, but, Mm -hmm. I mean, stay tuned because that's changing a little (laughs) bit for us this year. But uh, in particular for this beer, it felt like I got to take a little bit of uh, home, you know, here and uh, make that beer. And we made that last Tuesday. Nice. And... We're going to be dry hopping it this coming week. And then, like Kelly was saying, we're going to release it on March 8th um, as well. Uh, the blend, if anybody, like beer people are out there, it's uh, Azaka, Eldorado, uh, Idaho Gem, and Laurel. And uh, we did, honestly, with this beer, we did some, like, this is going to get nerdy for, I don't know if you have brewers out there, but, like, uh, we're going to do some late additions um, just for more aroma hop uh, situation. So we're going to do, uh, with that beer, we did a 20-minute edition, and then okay. we did a cold whirlpool the entire way, So, oh. um, which is super exciting for us. That's not something that we do very often. Um, it's something we just uh, actually made our big 35-barrel brew system able to do as well. So nice. a cold... Uh, I don't know if anybody knows this, but cold whirlpool allows you to pull a lot of those same aroma hops without pulling uh, the astringencies from the actual hops. Okay. So, um, you know, when you're like looking for an IPA that has, you know, it's like has too many hop, it can pull those like gross notes that you don't necessarily want. Yeah. You want all the tropical notes. Mm-hmm. So this beer in particular is going to have a lot of that. So I sent out the recipe to our uh, current chapter as well as just uh, women who had showed up uh, to be a part of the chapter. But I won't be um, super explicit on what what that says. But um, (laughs) honestly, it's a a very classic New England-style IPA um, using a very New England yeast, and I am excited about that. And the hop blend was made perfect for that. The hop blend is fantastic. So super excited to dry hop with it. Um, that's coming next week, and then we're going to have a really cool uh, launch party on March 8th on nice. International Women's Day for it. And tell the people a little bit about that, if uh, yeah. if there's uh, events info already out there, and where sure. they can go, how they can come and support. Sure. So we're just about to like really um, release a lot of that information, but we're going to have a party. It's been going to be like a international women's day party basically, um, in the afternoon. So a little bit after brunch, it'll be like a brunch sort of beer turnover to the afternoon of, uh, this really great new England style IPA. I I keep saying it that because I have not given it a name, but I really want to give it a really awesome, like feminist name, but I haven't been able to think of one yet. But, um, we're going to, at Market Garden, we're going to be donating a dollar a pint um, to the Pink Boots Society, nice. which, as Kelly mentioned, half of it goes to the, you know, the Pink Boots Society and half of it actually comes home to the Cleveland chapter, which is super important for us, uh, for us to be able to, you know, educate the women here that are a part of our chapter on all sorts of things. Um, so it'll be really, really important for everybody to show up. We're excited. We hope everybody gets to show up for it. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm really excited to come out and try it. And uh, I, there's a lot of buzz already online about it, which is nice. And I, I think it's going to be a, I think it's a great thing that Cleveland's finally getting behind. And uh, I, I, I really wish nothing but success for you guys. So, Thank you. Um, there's also I just want to add on yeah. that there's a couple other breweries that are also partaking uh, in this hop blend and brewing a beer for Pink Boot Society um, for a city. It has already brewed theirs. Theirs will also be launched on March 8th. Um, so we're kind of hoping to maybe do like a little two-stop crawl oh, nice. uh, between the two breweries since they're super close yeah. and, and, you know, totally. kind of have that neighborhood feel and community. And, yeah. um, and then I believe the Noble Beast and Masthead will also be purchasing the Hopland and then brewing in the future. Um, we did it last year, so... Now that we actually have a chapter, I'm trying to get on those guys and be like, hey, guys, come on. Yeah. Let's do this. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. so, fingers if crossed. If you're Yeah. They're, Mike and Frank. <laughs> they're doing cool things, I feel like. And then yeah. uh, Collision Men has been, like, a huge uh, supporter since the be- very beginning. Yeah. So, uh, I know that they're brewing a beer. Um, it, it's weird. Sometimes for International Women's Day, it's International Women's Brew Day, which is Mar- March 8th. So, like, sometimes those beers um, are actually being brewed on March 8th and then okay. released a little bit later. So, for sure, on March 8th, uh, the Market Garden and the Forest City beer are going to come out. Um, the other two will come out probably a little bit later. But just know that if you do buy these beers, uh, you are supporting the Pink Boot Society, which is amazing for us. Nice. Uh, anything else that I might be forgetting uh, in regards to, to Pink Boots that you want to get out or the beer? Yes. Uh, so our first actual official meeting, because we only had two inaugural kind of informational meetings uh, in January and February, but our first official meeting is going to be March 11th, which is a Wednesday at 6 o'clock at Noble Beast. Um, Jolyn is going to be discussing all of her ownership and uh, director of operations amazingness that she does day in and day out mm-hmm. and you know manning a brewery and starting a brewery from nothing and yeah. having a family and like all of those things that kind of come along with that brewery family and actual family so yeah um there's a lot that gets involved so we're excited to have her be on board for our first meeting uh so that's six o'clock on wednesday march 11th and Very again cool. everyone is welcome so come on out <laughs> Whoever you are. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. If you're interested, please come. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to to talk about Pink Boots uh, and and get the word out because I think it's something that people need to hear more about. Um, And in the future, if people wanted to take part in this, how would they go about doing that? So I would suggest following us at Pink Boots Society Cleveland Chapter. Uh, We like to post a lot of uh, just events on there, uh, things we're doing. Um, Also, visit, if you're interested, just visit pinkbootsociety.org. It's a 501c3. It's been around for a while now, and it has made a huge uh, footprint. So we're really, really excited to be bringing it to Cleveland. what else like how to come to the meetings like and again like we don't discriminate you can come we don't care if you're even a man who thinks that they want to you know um learn something about this like about maybe you know their fooder program over there for our first meeting Mm -hmm. we please everybody come come through participate 
uh, if you just don't know anything about beer and just like drinking beer and want to know something about it. Drink the Pink Boots beer. Yeah. (laughs) Drink that one. But like, come, you know, like, but you're like, hey, how does this happen? Come through. You know, we've all been there. We've Mm -hmm. all been that person who's like, man, I wish I knew more about craft beer. Um, Super excited to be partnering with Kelly. Her and I are experts in this and bringing it to Cleveland is super exciting for us. Um, Being able to embrace the female audience is even more exciting Absolutely. so um and just growing it from there is going to be really cool very cool uh anything else i'm forgetting about pink boots that we want to cover no i don't i think i think that's right. it are, are we at the is, end yeah <laughs> <laughs> um no go ahead well what was, you were gonna say something if anybody else had no no Okay, I just want to make sure you had you didn't have it. <laughs> finish. Hey, to that we could talk about this all night long. I, I <laughs> could easily do that. We did have um, a little intermission. There was a little bit hour. of an intermission, <laughs> but hey, we've had a few beers, so it's to be expected. Um, I really enjoyed talking to you both today. Uh, if you ever need anything, if anything that I can do with the show to help you guys out, please let me know. Uh, happy to help out any way we can, and um, tune in next time for another all new episode of the Tap Room Exclusive. <laughs>